Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is 10 plagues and how they are going to return. Now, before we start, I'm going to ask you guys to pray something with me because I think that, well, I had a dream. And the dream told me that I have got the attention of some people in high places. And it was a warning dream to just watch your step, watch your words. And this is a real dangerous program that I'm going to be bringing to you today. So I'm going to ask that you pray with me before we get started in this one. In the 29 years I've been doing this, first time I've ever prayed like this before I've done a radio or a TV program. And I think it's because of the material I'm about to bring you, but also think it's because of the times that we're in. So here we go. I'm going to ask you to pray this in agreement with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive our sins, sins of our family, sins on Prophecy Club, the church, prophetic oil, Joseph Kitchener Ministries, and supporters. We put on our full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth, and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith and sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We ask you to place your ministering, protecting, guardian angels all around us, our family, our finances, and possessions, so that no harm or evil would befall us. We plead the blood of Jesus over our body, soul, spirit, mind, subconscious, subliminal areas, and all communications coming to, from, around, and concerning us. And we ask no harm evil for us, our ministry, and that this will reach many people for Christ specifically. Lord, I ask you to help me say the, say the right words. Don't let me say the wrong words. And do not let us get a strike or taken off. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you prayed that in agreement with me. Just say in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so as a prelude to the scriptures before we get into it today, and sorry, but this is going to be a long one, but I don't think you'll dip out of this one early. This one is really important. Revelation eleven thirteen. I have a long time thought that this is saying that the ten plagues are going to return. And just like I think one of the two written in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I tell you why I think that John the Revelator and, and Moses are the two witnesses. Here's one of the reasons. Revelation 11.3. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three to three score days. That's three and a half years. Clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees of the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any, any man will hurt them, now this is the morning star. This is that light sword that comes out of his mouth. Goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. As it hits the tares, they fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones. As it hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water. And in an instant, we get all of our mantles, crowns, rewards, a glorified body, everything, all in the same stroke. Fire proceedeth out of their mouth, and devoureth their enemies. If any man hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. And have power over waters. This is the point of today's program. Power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all plagues. How many plagues? All plagues. How many plagues? That would be ten plagues. All plagues as often as they will. So here's the part that's going to get. I can tell you right now, this getting, it's, it's, it's scary. It's sticky. And that's the reason I ask you to pray for me. We're, we're not, that's not a joke. Okay? We're, we're not playing games here. It's serious business. Serious spiritual business. Six sixteen twenty two. Vicky, go forth, Parnell. Title, Water into Blood. 
She says, and by the way, I'm not removing a word of this. This is exactly the way it was posted on her website. I found myself in this dream standing by a body of water that appeared to me to be a river, and it was very warm. Immediately my eyes were drawn to the sound of voices coming from my left. I turned to look, and I saw several people standing by the river's edge. What a strange sight to behold, I mused to myself. I see a group of about eight men and two women. So there's ten of them all together. One of the men, though, I can tell, is of great importance. He is sitting on the seat that I can tell has been carried out by poles by four of the burly men who are also with him. The two women dressed in sleeveless, sheathed-type, loose-fitting dresses are standing one on the right seat and the other on the left. They are holding what appears to be like large leaves, large enough to be used as fans, and are fanning the man on the movable seat. Then I began seeing their faces up close. They are all tan-colored skin with thick black makeup around their eyes. These are Egyptians. My eyes turned back to the man sitting upon the fancy-type seat, that he is lounging upon when suddenly he jumps up and I see him clearly. He is bald-headed, clean-shaven, but his eyes are also heavily, heavily lined with black too. He was dressed in a type of white skirt that I could tell wrapped around his waist because the front side lapped over the right. It was obvious because of the elaborate border pattern designed embroidered in gold threading that made it easy to discern the overlapping in the front. His chest was bare. He wore an open, long, solid white sleeveless robe. He wore brown sandals, but even they were decorated with what looked like precious gemstones because I could see a sparkling ruby, a sapphire, and an emerald all running down the top of the middle of the sandals with little clear diamonds in rows on both sides of these precious stones. This man is royalty. This man has apparently become agitated by something or someone. As he walks to the river's edge, two of the other Egyptian men disengage themselves from the rest of the groups of the people and follow closely behind this man of power. I know in this dream at least these two are his personal bodyguards. Now I can tell this man's attention is definitely fixed upon something. I heard a noise further to my left, so I turned to see what caused this noise and I got the attention of this man of great importance. It's not what I expected to see. They're standing a little further down the river's edge are two lone men. One of them is handing, holding a wooden staff in his left hand. He is shorter than the other man by a few inches and has brown hair that is peppered with gray. He has a mustache, a beard, also laced with gray hairs and kind eyes. This man with a staff was wearing a straight beige dress type garment, that reaches to his ankles by length with a rope-type top coat that also reaches his ankles with long sleeves. The top coat was of what I can only describe as admiral blue color. It was solid in color. The man beside him appeared to be older a few years, his hair, beard, and mustache, closely gray with the remnants of a darker color from prior days of glory laced throughout, be it still. These men apparently were what caused the man of royalty to become agitated. I watched as the man with the staff in hand spoke to the man beside him. He then hands his staff to the older man, who is dressed much the same as the younger man, except his overcoat. His robe is multicolored with shades of red, blues, and browns running in stripes up a light-colored background that reminds me of the color of muslin material. 
The older man takes the outstretched rod, the staff from the younger man, and then he returns to the face of the man of power and his entourage and the group accompanying him. The ruler man became defiant with a look of, How dare you address me? When the older man with the rod held in his right hand began speaking, I heard not a word, but I saw the older man stretch out the rod, the staff towards the river, the younger man beside him has his eye, his hands raised up to the heavens as if praying to God. I heard myself ask Jesus, Jesus, what's going on? Are you here? Why can't I hear them speaking? I heard my sweet, lovely Jesus voice reply back softly to me, daughter, my daughter, there is no need to hear. Only watch this moment in time. So I watched as the older man says some words to the ruler. He responds angrily in his body language, and he shakes his head in an emphatic no. And then he begins laughing. The older man with an outstretched hand raises his left hand towards heaven, and his right hand is still holding the staff towards the waters. I can tell he is praying, as the other younger man beside him is doing already. Then the understanding came to me. This is Moses and Aaron, his brother. From the Bible days, and the ruler is Pharaoh ruler over all of Egypt. I watched in stunned amazement as the waters from the edges inward began turning red. They are turning into blood. It stinks. It is such a strong metal smell, almost like the smell that causes my taste buds to have the taste of iron or rust somehow. In a few minutes, the entire river is blood. Pharaoh immediately stopped laughing. Then I heard thunder. I saw lightning flashing from above in the sky, and I heard the voice speak. Speak these words. The ten plagues of Egypt have returned. This is the first. You know what? I'm going to read that again. I believe this little lady is hearing of God. I believe this is a message spoken to our generation, a generation that doesn't want to hear it. And I think these are directly from the throne to those people that will listen to them, and I believe that's me and you. Speak these words. In other words, Jesus is telling her. What are you saying? Speak these words. He's telling us to tell. He's telling her to tell us. The ten plagues of Egypt have returned. I'll say it again. The ten plagues of Egypt have returned. That's the reason I'm saying it's real important. It's not a game. It's not a joke. We better be listening. The ten plagues of Egypt have returned. This is the first. It is to be the same as before, but different as I turn the waters of the wicked hearts into blood. Then the scene changes. I find myself in what looks like an underground sewer system. I watched, and I saw two men as they were installing something into the systems that controls the piping network in other systems. I feel evil. Suddenly, I'm seeing at the same time on a movie screen various locations across the world, having people doing the same thing simultaneously, or at least in the stream, I'm being told and shown it all taking place at the same time. The strange thing is that it looks like squares upon squares of multiple pictures. Now, I believe what's happening is God is simply showing her this is happening all over the world in many different places all at the same time. One right on top of each other of these workers of various sewer-type places, but there is more. They're also inside the water systems, and when I focus on one square at a time, instead of all together as a whole picture, I zoomed up close so I could see more of each location. I saw one that says, Rome, Italy, 
with the picture of men working, in this case, the watering system underground. As I study the picture, it begins moving like a motion picture. Jesus, what is this? I ask. But no answer came. As the picture is zoomed up, I see many different locations. Some say water purification system. Try it again. Some say water purification system, while others say water infiltration or sewer systems. I saw the cities, London, England, Paris, France, Scotland, Africa, United States, New Zealand, North Korea, China, and so on. Many more. What is going on, Jesus? I heard myself asking out loud. This time I heard his sweet voice reply, Man has tried to play God. He has manipulated that which I have given freely to the world. Your waterways, water supplies, your waste systems have been tampered with by those who wish to bring the new one world, one money, one church system upon your world. Inserted into many of these types of systems is what your world calls the man-made V. You know, I can't say that word, okay? The man-made V and others. The evil people behind this will then, at the time when further outbreaking were needed to keep their fear alive, the population reduced to aid in the Antichrist's rise to power. Release this V, you know, I can't say that word, release this V into the waterways and systems, causing the death and the sicknesses of many people and driving many to take the evil mandate of the V, or the anti-V, is what we call that one, which I have shown you in prior dreams and talks how reality it is not an anti-V at all. But when introduced into the body, it changes, listen carefully, changes and manipulates the person's DNA of all who take it. I better read that again. But when introduced into the body, it changes and manipulates the person's DNA of all who take it. This will then cause the body to be changed in what if the person were to receive the 666, the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, their body would in no wise reject it. You know, I've been saying, I don't know what's in that anti-V. I ain't taking it. It's bad. Well, there's all kinds of people been saying all kinds of bad things about it. We don't really know exactly what's behind it. But now we do. I believe we do. Yes, I remember my sweet, lovely Jesus. I also remember after all the boosters and the devil's mark, Antichrist's mark, when they take it, the body will then also mutate further into something no longer human. Better read that again. The body will then mutate further into something no longer human. You are correct, little one. Okay. But then why am I seeing all of this? What about Christians? When they take this anti-V and its negative effects on their body, am I still seeing the healing daughter? Am I still seeing the healer daughter? Then why am I seeing all of this? this? Because, little daughter, of faith, there's more hidden inside this V than most realize. I don't understand, Jesus. You will, you will, my daughter of faith, Jesus, my love. How can a man made V have so many things inside it? Daughters, because the anti-V is a V, but it is not. How so, Jesus? How so? When inside the body, it gives the appearance 
of a V, but it isn't. The serpent's bite is inside this anti-V. It destroys the body in many ways, with as many things that are piggybacking and hiding inside these man-made fake Vs, I better say that, and their fake cures. I have to watch my words. So how does this cause the water to turn into blood? I shall use evil men and women's technology and science advancements, advancements against them. I shall cause a mutation variant unknown to them as to react to each environment of each system that they have tampered with. Jesus, how many is that going to be? Daughter, my little one, it will cover your whole world. Oh no, Jesus, for how long? Until I allow them to change the waters, that's blood, back to being pure once again. Just as I allowed the magicians of Pharaoh's days when Moses and Aaron stood before him to turn water into blood also. Jesus does this, include the ponds, the streams, lakes, and other bodies of waters that are separate from these systems. Will it be all water that is turned into blood? Oh, that's real good. This is important here. Not all, but most. What water sources that are found on the location of the water if owned by my true children? Those found to be living godly, and they reside on one on that one piece of property, then no, it will not be turned into blood. My children shall drink freely, for I shall take care of mine own. I'm thankful and grateful for this, Jesus, for those promises. But what about the people who don't own the property or in cities on the city water supply? Daughter, the water shall be blood for all who are not truly living fully for me. This will show all who are truly mine. Then how does this work, Jesus? Please help me to understand because you're talking about the entire world. My lovely daughter, whether it be one house or the world, it does not matter. I control all things and my hand is not too short to reach the world by one command, one decree from heaven's courts. Well, forgive me, Jesus. Daughter, if the water system in the city or water supply is turned into blood upon entering my true children's home, then those inside, when using the water, it shall become crystal clear, clean, and fresh. But if an unsaved or backslidden person tries to draw out of the water supply, whether it be a faucet or such things as a pond, creek, system, or river, then to them it will become blood. Well, what will keep the military and government forces from coming and taking over the clean water supplies? Oh, and what about the oceans? The ocean water shall remain clear, but once it is drawn out and purified, removing the salt content to make it drinkable, it will turn immediately into blood. For those unsaved or found in a lukewarm or cold backslidden condition. I'm trying to comprehend all, and I'm really listening, and I'm hearing what watching in the dream. All the activity displayed for me like a theater movie screen, and I feel I'm starting to become a little bit overwhelmed. Immediately I felt a light touch of hand on my left shoulder. I hear my lovely Jesus say, Peace, daughter. I calm down instantly and turn to see my lovely Jesus standing in all his regal glory. But this time, 
He has dark brown hair with a look of chestnut hues in it, from what I can see of it. His head is actually covered by a hood of lightweight material attached to a lightweight overcoat and a solid palest of beige colors. He has a beard and a mustache and his eyes, his eyes, although blue in color, still had flames. And his look of love pierces into my heart, my very soul. Jesus, my love, I gasp out loud involuntarily. Then I realize also that I'm no longer just an observer in this dream, but I can see my full self. I am as I am in reality. He looked at me with great tender love and, his left moment, and, and this left me momentarily speechless. Little daughter, he said with a tender smile, you are my child. Give no place to the devil. If starting to feel overwhelmed, then rebuke him. Send him away in my holy name. You know what? With the times coming, I better read that part again. That's some good advice for all of us. Little daughter, you are my child. Give no place to the devil. If starting to feel overwhelmed, <clears throat> then rebuke him. Send him away in my holy name and return and run to me. I'm here, daughter. These things are coming, and you mustn't try to analyze or figure out the hows it's impo- the how it's possible. And trust me in my words and know it shall be done. Ask your questions. Yes, daughter, always. But doubts and unbelief do not entertain your mind and thoughts, for they are sin and lead to further sin. I understand, Jesus. Thank you for reminding me of this. You're welcome, little one. Okay, Jesus, I understand now about the water. What happens if someone asks a Christian, a true child of yours, to give them water to drink? Does it still stay blood? Or can I pray over it and remain clean for them? Daughter, this judgment is for the unrepentant and backslidden of mine. For the time allotted, they shall have no clean water but blood. Blood instead of water is their lot. It's their judgment. How long will it be, Jesus? How long? Until my daughter... I say it's enough. And your world governments and militaries are allowed to turn the blood back into the water. This is the first of ten plagues that are coming swiftly upon your world. What must I do, Jesus? You must warn, daughter. Give the warning and cry aloud. But who shall believe me, Jesus, my love? I am nobody. There are those, my daughter, who will recognize my words of truth that I have placed within you. They will listen. They will heed. And for those who didn't, many will once the water has been turned into blood, while others will not, as the government's militaries will lay claim to the occurrence of happening by ways of many things, including the cry of, it's climate change. That's the main culprit. Lord Jesus, I understand how the water supplies in the various systems can be affected, and the water changed to blood, But how do the bodies of water that are not connected to those systems become blood? How do they become mutated? Watch, daughter. And he pointed back to the large movie-type screen floating suspended in the air of nothingness. I watched at the scene, and the picture screen changed again to various places. But this time, the places displayed showing various pictures of ponds, creeks, rivers, and lakes. I noticed airplanes in different types of air vehicles 
And I say vehicles because I also small, saw small blimps and balloons carrying containers, and I see the word payload on every vehicle. I understand that this means the anti, I think I would say V on that. I understood that that means that the V and the anti-V, the cocktail of evil, is being placed inside the waters. I watched as in various ways the payloads are dropped into water supplies. As I'm watching, I gain understanding of how rain, flooding, and even melting snow causes this fake man-made V, that is this V, but at the same time it is not, to be spread to water sources everywhere, including underground water sources that can also include drinking wells. Jesus, my love, will all the water that has been turned into blood be turned back into water? What about pre-bottled water, Jesus? Will it all turn to blood too? Yes, daughter, yes. The mutagens found in the water supplies will also be located inside each bottle of water. I better read that again. The mutagens found in the water supplies will also be located inside each bottle of water, except for what my true children possess. But if one of these bottles is given to an unsaved or a backslidden child of mine, the bottle shall remain crystal clear until the moment the bottle is opened and the ear contact causes it to change swiftly into blood. Will the bottled water that has been turned into blood in stores and in unbelievers' homes remain as blood? Or will it change back after they are all allowed to change it back from blood to water? It will remain as blood and be discarded. Adding to the already shortages, but daughter, if I can change water into wine, I can certainly turn it into blood or vice versa. This will add to the famine already you see in your world. Better read that again. This will add to the famine. Remember, I've been telling you, I've been telling you ever since September 6th of 2021 that started seven years of famine. This is another confirmation. And we didn't read any more confirmation. We got plenty of confirmation. This will add to the famine already you see in your world. I understand, Jesus. Jesus, my love, what else is in this V and its fake anti-V for you to have told me many, many things hidden inside of the V, the anti-V, including this other sickness, I shouldn't say that word there, which will be loosed inside the body after a signal is given that will cause this I don't know if I can say that word or not. Just got to look at it. Sized outbreak, outbreak, plus the other pestilence you have been telling me about lately that is different from this other V and this other V, all flesh-type eating disease. That, my daughter, is for another time. You must sound the warning, cry, my love, so that my children do not fear when I strike these plagues upon your world. These plagues of Egypt, my children, must be ready and be prepared in heart to explain what has occurred and to lead people back to me. Jesus, their Savior, my daughter, all will know by these plagues who is really mine and who is really not. If a sinner repents or a backslider returns to me before the water has been restored from blood to normal, then they too shall be able to drink of the clean water freely. For I am the water of life, the living waters. A dividing of the goats from the sheep will be evident to the natural eye, and when I return, this division shall be spiritual. I send this warning 
of what is to come out of love. We talked about this. This guy here, I can't say this word, but if you'll go here, we talked about this several times. If you go here, if you'll do a search for these three words, you'll find out this guy, what is it, uh, what, four to six weeks ago, was telling us that a poison has been put in the water. And then Leslie, back in 2011, had a prophetic word during a praise of worship, as I recall. She said, the Lord says he wants to warn you that there's going to be something put into a water system. In many cities, make many people get sick, some will die. Many people start drinking bottled water, and they're going to say it's damaging Mother Earth. He says, this is all a lie. She said, get a good, reliable water filter. Now, let me just say, I do not think that this is the same. In other words, I don't think water filters are going to filter out this blood. I think that they are absolutely going to have to drink blood until they repent and receive Jesus. You talk about a pretty good recruiting tool, that's a pretty good one. Now, is that saying we don't need to have water filter? No, I think it's still a good idea to have water filter. And to that degree, let me back up and talk about the water filters here for just a second. If you want to get them, you go to prophecyclub.com. If you'll click right here under Berkey's, this pops up. Now, as of a few days ago, we were out of the ones that you see here with the circle around them. We still have some, uh, what I was told, three royals and eight bigs, and also told her to order some more. So it may be that we have increased our water supply by the time you actually see this. But go to prophecyclub.com to get that. Also, I want to recommend you get my Watchman package. I haven't talked about this in a while, but I got them right here. In this Watchman's package, you get two of these two-foot by three-foot big charts. Okay, that's one chart. Let me show you the other chart here. And... Here's the other chart. So these great big charts, two foot by three foot charts, and they are uh, they're vinyl. They are very nice. Put them up on the wall, two foot by three foot, and I've got them right here. Of course, it's just eight and a half by fourteen charts, so I can refer to them. But if I had a wall a little closer to me, I'd put these up here. Also, you get my handwritten book of Revelation. This is where I hand wrote out the book of Revelation all the way through it, all of the scriptures, and I memorized it. Now, all of this, this has all of my notes in it. Here, let me pick a page that has some notes. If you see out in the margin there, it has notes. What I think these scriptures are talking about. And then, last year, I did a School of the Watchmen. And it was like 18 hours, I think it was. It's on five DVDs. We're putting all that together with... Uh, five copies of my very powerful book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. It's valued at $355 for a gift of $200. You get both charts, you get the five discs, you get my book and my book. <laughs> my book and my book. All for a gift of $200. Very, very good deal. Also, I recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get all five of my books. And I didn't write this one, but I did organize it. You get How Pre-Trib 1, Daniel, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Miss the Mark, and you get one set of each of them, which is actually 40 books for a gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. And if you need to have, if you don't have this right here on your car, you'll want to get it. 
This is an EMP shield device. This one goes on a car. All you have to do is simple. They have videos show you, but you just put the black wire on the black side of your battery. The green wire attaches to the body of the car, and the red wire attaches to the red side of the battery. And then the back peels off. You don't even have to put any holes in your car. That peels off. You stick it someplace under your hood. Takes about 10 minutes for us people that are not mechanically inclined. Probably people mechanically inclined more like five minutes to put it on, and then you're good to go. If you'll go to empshield.com, put in the uh, promo code PROPHECY, you get a $50 discount for everything that you order there. Good deal. Good deal. I thought this was interesting, so I want to bring this to you. This is actually a map of how the power grid is shared because we tend to think, say, for example, down here in Texas, oh, well, we would never have a power outage. Yeah, well, we used to say that until not this past winter, but winter before last when a lot of us, including me, my my electricity was on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes, on for 30 minutes, off for 30 minutes for about 48 hours. And, I mean, I had to take candles and all kinds of things to keep things from freezing up. Fortunately, we didn't have any bad damage. But that was because of blankets and I had candles. Now, I want you to notice here, on the West Coast, we want to think, oh, well, okay, so if there's a problem here, that won't affect us over here. It won't affect us down here. Well, if there's a problem any place in this area, various places, if maybe not the whole thing could be shut down. Same thing, if there's a problem anywhere in the Northeast, all of it could be shut down. Texas kind of seems to be its own country, but the point is there, any place there could be a problem. So it could all be shut down, which is why I'd recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. And the little bit of difference here, one is you want to get a machine package. I've talked about that before. That's what grinds your wheat berries into flour, put it into a flour bread machine, push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, along with six other ingredients, and you have a loaf of bread, wonderful loaf, a hot loaf of bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for two people a year, four people one year, six people one year. But here's the new part. We just started offering this. We've had a lot of people say, yeah, well, what happens when the electricity goes off? So I searched all kinds of different remedies. What do you do when your electricity goes off? I mean, I spent many days researching it. And it seemed like I had somebody email me, hey, you know, this right here is real. Yeah, but they're out of them. Okay. The the people got to have them. Okay. So you can say, well, there's a really good one over here, but they're out of stock. They're out of stock. Okay. We're not going to help us. So here's what I found. I really like this little unit. I've got it sitting right here. I could reach over and, yeah, I will. Here here in a week or so, we're going to get another new unit and I'm going to show you how it all works. But I've got this. I've tested it. I mean, I've actually had this laying on my lawn. I've hooked my electricity, my my uh, my computer. This computer has been hooked up to it. Uh, my bread machine. Here's what I found. Now, so I'm going to start with the bad news because I figure if if I'll tell you the bad news, then you know the rest of it is all good good news. And the bad news is this: since this little generator is powered by the sun, if you have a totally cloudy day and the sun is not out at all then it is not going to power your refrigerator, and you will get a warm refrigerator. It is not strong enough to do that. Now, here in a few weeks, we plan to offer another one that is going to be strong enough to power it even in such a situation. However, it's going to cost over twice the price of this little rascal. 
right now, this is probably the best deal going out there. I'm talking about somebody that has them in stock so that they can get them out to you. Now, what we're doing to let you know, we're going to do this for about another week. We're going to see how many orders come in. And then based upon how many orders come in, then we're going to place our first large order. And I'm guessing that that first large order will be uh, 40 or 50 of them. But we will see. We'll see how many you order. You order a lot of these, and we'll we'll get them. And we can get them in uh, three to five days. So at least that's that's what we're told. Now, let me explain it. So this is the unit. Now, think of this as just a battery, okay? But it's not just any battery. There's three kinds of batteries. Lead acid, like you put in your car, that's garbage for what we're talking about. Lithium, like is in your cell phone, that's still garbage because a lithium only has about 500 cycles. That means when you charge it up, you run it down, charge it. And don't charge, don't run it below 20% or you'll kill the, the lithium. So lithium is not good for this. This is what they call an iron phosphate battery. And this particular one has about 2,500 cycles, 2,500 cycles. And it can go to zero, though we don't recommend you take it to zero. No battery likes to go to zero. Uh, you can charge it all the way, or you can discharge it all the way down to 20%, and then between 20 to 80%, it charges back up pretty quickly. From 80 up to 100, it, it takes a long time to charge. So we don't recommend you, unless you have just plenty of time and plenty of energy to do that. So anyway, it has four 220-watt solar panels. And it has 1,800 continuous watts. The reason that's important is because that little mill that grinds the wheat berries and flour takes about 1,450. So we didn't want to get it too close. We want to have not. We don't want to get it right too close to the ceiling. So it needs to have 1,800 watts. This does. It also has a 1,488 hour watt hour storage. What does that mean? Well, my electric, my, my uh, refrigerator out here uses about 3,000 watts to run for 24 hours. So that's the reason I'm telling you this is not powerful enough by itself to power a refrigerator for 24 hours. It would need to be at least 3,000 watt hours. However, to jump up to that, based upon my calculations and what I've seen here, it's, it's not worth the price. I'll show you a better way to do it. So here's what they try to sell you. They try to sell you a big storage, but they only give you two little 100-watt solar panels. That's not enough. Then some of them will even, of course, that's only 600 hours or 600 watts. But what we do is instead we offer, our program is we put together four 220-watt solar panels, four of them, because you don't get any power out of the battery unless you put it in with the solar panels. So it's better to have more power in the solar panels and less power in the battery. So what we're trying to do is get you a, ba a budget. We're trying to get you something so that it will at least make bread even on a cloudy day. And then most of the rest of the time, it'll do really, really powerful. And that's what this is. So with this particular setup, like we're offering, you're going to have four 220-watt solar panels. That's pretty powerful. So that means it's going to charge your battery during the day, but as it's charging, you can still make bread, run your computer, your cell phones, and a refrigerator. This will run a refrigerator unless you get a cloudy day. Uh, it's, it's powerful enough, and probably your refrigerator can go a couple hours with no electricity. I haven't been able to test that yet. 
Uh, I did try to see if it would go 24 hours, and it, it no, it won't. But this is a nice little unit. I've, I've had it now for a couple of weeks, and I really like it. So here's the bottom line. On a sunny day, it'll make three loaves of bread, run your fridge, your computer, your phones. On a partly cloudy day, it'll do about half that. But on a cloudy day, all of them, they're, they're all like that. Okay, If you have clouds, you don't have any power. And it's now partly cloudy is partly power. So what we suggest, and yes, we're going to have a more powerful unit here in a couple of weeks. But understand, it's going to be over twice the price. So if you're looking for something to what I think will do the job, to make bread, and to keep you up and going, to, how do I say this? For the best bang for the buck, this is what I think it is. Now, yes, I'm looking forward to the more, more powerful unit. And it has not actually arrived. We have actually paid money for it and ordered it, and it's on the way. And as soon as I test, I'll let you know about that. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be over twice the price. So unless you want to spend twice the price, this is probably the unit that you really want to get right here. Four 220-watt solar panels, and you can use this to make bread. Delicious, homemade, healthy, nutritious, homemade bread. And these are loaves that I've actually made and I've actually cooked and eaten and cut and everything. You get them at josephskitchen.com. Right down here is where you go to order this solar generator. Right there, $32.99, and then there's shipping and tax on top of that. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com telling your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> they love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.